Be relentless and then you'll break through. Julie Brown. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no-filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to another episode of The Hustle Show, episode number 22. My name is Christian and I am the host of The Hustle Show. And I really want to appreciate you taking the time to tune in today and taking a few minutes off your day to actually listen to today's story, which is amazing. It's an incredible entrepreneurial story with Tamara Thompson, who is the founder of Serious Takes Production. It's an amazing company that she has built where she works with super big names out there, very successful people, and she helps them with with video content and trailers, and she's doing so many great things out there, and I am super honored to share her story, to have the ability to connect with her, and not only that, but you know her message and the things that she went through and that she hustled through are truly inspiring, and that's why I wanted to have her on the show to share all of that with you. And I do want to apologize in advance because right now you are listening on my high definition microphone, but for some reason we started talking before we pushed the record button and I accidentally forgot to record the microphone externally, which is the one that provides the good sound quality. So this conversation, you're actually going to hear the recording of the call that was done on the cloud. So I do apologize if the quality is not high enough, but the episode is so good that I'm basically just looking away from the quality because I do want to share the message and it's truly inspiring. So, I mean, all what Tamara shared with us today, it's truly amazing. And, you know, it still sounds really good, but of course, it's not to the point where I would love it to be. But like I said, the episode is so fascinating to me that we wanted to get it out there for people to listen to. And remember that all the show notes for today's episode are going to be available at thehassleshow.co slash THS22, where you'll be able to get a hold of Tamara, connect with her along with our free book club where we review entrepreneurial books and along with other content that we provide for free on the website. So make sure you check it out. Again, that's thehouseholeshow.co. And before we jump into the call with Tamara, make sure you hit that subscribe button right now because you will be helping us to spread the message and for other people to find us easier. When you hit the subscribe button, you are actually telling iTunes and YouTube that The Hustle Show is worthy of your time and that will increase our visibility to other people that are looking for shows out there for inspirational shows. And it will allow me to share the success stories that we have every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and for them to be able to find them. So just hit that subscribe button right now. It will mean the world to me. I would really, really appreciate it. And without further ado, let's jump in the call with Tamara from SeriousTakeProductions.com. All right, Hustler. So in today's episode, we have Tamara on the show. Welcome, Tamara. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am very thrilled to have you here today's episode. Uh, I was reading a little bit about your story, and I know we had a, a brief conversation you know, before jumping on the call, but... I mean, your story is one of those hustling stories that everybody must, you know, must listen to and is a perfect example of all the stories that we love to have here in the show, because it's not only about, you know, starting a business and trying to figure out money wise and trying to come up with revenue and stuff. I mean, sometimes it's trying to find your passion and fulfillment in life. And I know you come, you know, you had some, some difficulties there with, with health problems and some some pretty, pretty bad, you know, things that you were going through and you not only did you come out of them, but you built an amazing company on the way. I mean, you know, while you were in the process. 
So I'm eager to start hearing a little bit. How did that happen? Yeah, well, so a little bit about my backstory. I know you know a little bit about it, but I have over six and a half years sober. And um, through that process, I actually oh, had gone back to, to film school um, in my late 20s. And um, I'd always been a fan of video production and videos. I used to actually create videos for fun when I was little. And then when YouTube came out, kind of dates my age a little bit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when YouTube came out, I was actually like, all about creating like fun, silly videos. And I have friends that started YouTube channels at the same time that have like millions of subscribers now. <laughs> like, um, I had built out this, this like time frame where I was like, um, I was just really silly and just was like, Oh, I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. And, um, so, but I got to a point where I had over 800,000, uh, views on my channel and I, I deleted it. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know this is kind of crazy. I know people are like, what? And so, like, I own a company called Serious Take Productions since where I wanted people to take me seriously. And so, like, the type of content that was going on there and then going into the film industry and wanting people to take me more seriously as a film director and other things like that, I was like, oh, and I had a, a documentary film on there that I had segmented out into pieces that had thousands and thousands of views. But I thought to myself, well, I should just remove it because I should go sell the documentary like elsewhere. And, you know, that didn't work out right. <laughs> and I was like, well, I should have kept that channel. <laughs> but that's kind of where my journey started, like with video though. Like it was more like doing it for fun and doing projects and directing music videos and, and doing a lot of portfolio work. And, um, but yeah, through that journey that I was doing that, um, it definitely was uh, deep down in uh, alcoholism. So I sobered up at age 30 and I basically um, went back to school and started changing like everything in my life um, for my health. Um, but it was a lot of things that went on because of that. Like I was in trouble with the law and other things of, I was more like scared into sobriety because of all the trouble I had caused uh, my people in life and my family and disappointment. And so I knew if I didn't change my life, I'd either, you know, die or kill somebody in an accident or I couldn't stand any of the shame that I saw from like family members and stuff anymore. So I went back to school and the last year I was actually right before I graduated, I sobered up and uh, basically went through that and went into the film industry. And then I was a video production manager for a corporate job uh, where I produced for online content for uh, physical therapy and a chiropractic site. And it was cool because I look back now and they're very, they're the most successful company in Seattle in their industry. And they have over 85 plus uh, employees. And I started with the company when they only had eight people. So it was, wow. I was the one that came in and brought all the creativity to them, the multiple camera angles and right. all these cool things, you know, and it's cool to see that they've grown into a very successful company because of stuff that I helped them, them start. And then um, I also produced for another company where I was a producer for uh, Microsoft and Starbucks. So all that video content and um, I was doing freelance on the side. So I was like always like, like I was hustling because I was over here working full time and uh, I was starting like serious take productions in 2012 and 2011-ish, but I was like freelancer mode, right? So I was like shooting and editing and, you know, script writing and I was like, squirrel, bird, you know, like whatever, <laughs> like ADHD. Um, I still have those moments, <laughs> but, uh, but it was, it was interesting. Cause I just always felt like I was like hustling to like do something. And 
like I had to like try to calm down though and figure out what I really wanted, <laughs> you know? And so I was working with a couple of companies on the side, some larger companies. And there was a moment that I was working in the corporate field uh, on a Microsoft shoot and I loved everybody on the team. Like they're all awesome. But there was a situation that would arise every single time that we were on a Microsoft shoot. And one of the executive producers basically um, would just always be in a really bad mood or stressed out, like just it wasn't needed really. And so I just kept asking, I was like, I'm like, is she always like this? Like, <laughs> like on set, just on set. Cause she's awesome. Like in office and everything like that. Right. She just got stressed out. Right. And so they're like, yeah, we, we've tried to talk to her and stuff, but just, we just deal with it. And I thought to myself, well, this isn't the type of culture that I want to be in. Cause I don't want to feel like this every week. Like I don't right. feel like I need to have these eyes like glared down at me or like, what are you doing? You're just looking, I'm like, what? <laughs> I can't, I can't read your eyes right now. Right. right. <laughs> so, so yeah, I was like working with that. And, um, so when I was over here hustling, like working with this cosmetic company, I thought to myself, all right, I would rather, I think, start my own company and work with a client that I've been building relationships with because relationships are key to me. Like, connecting with people and individuals. And I've learned that a lot through my process of entrepreneurship. And so it was crazy because I told myself, I was like, all right, I'm going to put together a year proposal and it's going to be worth more than what I make right now in the corporate industry. And I'm going to put it together for this, this, this company. And I said, if they take this offer, I'm going to just say bye-bye and go forward and never wow. look back. <laughs> and I, I did that. So I did that back um, a few years ago. And so I had been basically, yeah, freelance mode for a couple years in um, the business myself. And then occasionally bringing on other videographers and designers and stuff. And then it was crazy because I was able to, you go into like massive hustle mode, right? When you're like, okay, I don't have yeah. like a job, J-O-B, you know, stable and like insurance, all that stuff. And, and so I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, I got this. So I had like a whole year <laughs> of like, <laughs> at least being like, la la la, I got this. And then picking up some side, side gigs and stuff. And then after that year, um, I shifted gears. I was like doing like too much. I was doing like social media management. We were like, okay, now we're a, an agency. We were like doing video <laughs> marketing and we're doing social media and video. That lasted like like six months. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, okay, right. No. <laughs> and so we were doing that. And, and then my business partner came into the play a couple of years ago and she does all the marketing for us and stuff. And she helps us build out our funnels and all sorts of stuff. She does a lot of the behind the scenes. A lot, a lot of people don't, don't know, but she's doing all this work back there. And um, yeah, so we started trying to test out things and finally started going into different events. So like entrepreneurial events and things like that. And we started getting more inspired. And so connecting with other people and just like out there, like grinding and, you know, trying to figure out what works. Cause when you're first in the entrepreneurial stage, you're like, what's going on? And right. Right. Yeah. You meet people all the time. They're in the same stage and they're like, yeah, we're just, we're just going at it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then we're like, what are we doing? <laughs> and um, so yeah, it was crazy. So a few years ago, I, we had invested in like our first mentors and business coaches. And then um, I directed a film inspired by 11 where I went out over a few years ago and 
interviewed 11 top entrepreneurs within their niche. So I wanted to hear from like podcasters. I wanted to hear from uh, lead generation experts, business coaches, um, you know, funnels, all sorts of stuff. So I went out and I chose these individuals and I'm very persistent and persuasive and <laughs> going at it. And a lot of like, it's just, you know, no's I turned into interests into yeses. Like I'm just super persistent. So, but I always like just keep on things. Like I, you know, you get slapped in the face all the time and it's just like, okay, next or keep going or whatever it is that you need to do. Like, that's what I was doing for a few years. And, um, but then I got to the point where I was like, man, I, you get to the point where you're like hustling and you feel like you're like burning out. Right. Like, I'm sure you've gotten the points in certain in your life where you're like, okay, I need to like take a break here <laughs> or you can't, can't do that alone. So I started building out a team a couple of years ago and, um, and that's what really like started helping with the processes. Cause you're able to, to actually scale when you have proper processes in place and team members, um, because it's like, you, you get, you can't scale alone. Like there's a, a lot of things out there. You can be, I'm, I mean, nothing against, um, being a solopreneur, but there's specific, unless you're like doing like online products and you know how to market things or doing significant sense of webinars, you know, but if you're doing like a a service-based business, it's really hard to to scale on certain sides of like freelance. And that's what I decided with the video side. I was like, well, I don't really want to shoot videos anymore. I don't really want to edit them anymore. I love to direct and I love to pull out stories. And my mentor was like, what do you really like to do? I was like, I love to impact and inspire and help other people share their stories, you know, through visually. And they're like, well, you're the connector. You focus on, you know, the sales and the conversations, which didn't even seem like sales calls, right? It's like, you're just building a relationship. Like we're just having a conversation right now. I'm like talking, I'm talking your ear off right now, but. (laughs) but, (laughs) I was going to say, I hope, I hope I'm not hearing a pitch right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, yeah. So basically, but yeah, being able to just sit, you know, have a conversation with someone, that's what I like to do and just tell stories. And so that, that way I'm able to build more rapport with, with people and share a little bit about my story. And some people are going to connect with me and some people aren't, you know, everybody has their own unique personality and, um, you know, as long as people are authentic in themselves and they're being themselves, you know, just keep going out and keep doing things to get to where you want, you know, but it was really helpful to, finally let go and trust other people. I was like, Oh, this cinematographer is better than me. I love it. Let's get him on there. I like this guy is awesome editor. Let's, let's give this person a chance. Plus they're passionate about what they do. So that's really like where I started building like my business. Like it's, it's always constantly growing and there's moments where, yeah, you have to like hustle to figure out the next step, especially when you're a new business owner. Right. Right. And you know, it's, it's quite a fascinating story of all the, the journey, I mean, how it evolved and how you get started. But looking back in time, when you when you proposed that, you know, when you submitted that proposal that it was, was worth basically your, your one-year income, and I'm guessing they approved it because you went for it, right? <laughs> yes, they, <laughs> okay, cool. they did. Okay. <laughs> they signed it, and I was like, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how was that moment like when you, when you gave your two weeks or, you know, when you said, okay, I'm done here? It was kind of scary. I mean, you're, I mean, I knew there was something coming in and I trusted the company that their yes, you know, their contract was legit. And I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. We're going to do this. And, um, you know, but it also, it was a like, cool, like the freedom of like being able to like 
work from home, but then there's a lot of individuals, like I even talked to my brother. He's like, you know what? I'd love to work from home. He's a developer. And, uh, and, um, he was like, I'd love to work from home, but he's like, I don't have the discipline to right. like get up and just, he's like, I just start playing like, wow. And like, <laughs> he would just, you know, he's a gamer, you know, and um, he's very intelligent. He's very successful in the company he works with in, in Boston. And he, um, but yeah, we're having this conversation and, and I've had it with a lot of people though. Like if you don't have the discipline to do the work from home or go to, you know, if you, if you have a lifestyle business where you can work from coffee shops and discipline yourself, like it's hard because people won't, you won't be able to stay in business if you can't be, you know, starting off as a freelancer or trying to build something or building, I love all the success stories of people building businesses in their garages, you know? (laughs) So, so yeah, you have to have that. So like I, I get sidetracked though because I'm a creative as well. So it's, it's hard sometimes for me because um, I get ideas all the time and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is cool. And they're like, focus one thing, one thing, Tamara. Just <laughs> <laughs> <focus."> <laughs> so it's hard <laughs> being a creative too and running a business and being a CEO and, you know, half the time they're like, can we just hire another CEO? <laughs> 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 they joke. I mean, they're somewhat joking, but <laughs> but uh, I like to be like the creative head and and be a part of like what the conversations and stuff like that. So it's important to me. But as as things grow, though, like I love just letting go of more responsibilities for others to help us grow more. You know, right, right. And I mean, you are the the creative mind, and you are the head, and you are the leader there. So um, you know what you do is is essential for. Is that I mean? Is the life of your business not that you do everything, but it's it's like the the soul basically. You have the what it takes to get you know to get to where you are right now. But at the same time, I mean, you you leverage on a, on a great team. I'm guessing that how big how big is your team right now? Mm. So we've been expanding. So we have so consistently there's about eight of us but we've okay. contracted out on a specific project basis so we have videographers now in uh seattle portland southern california arizona new york miami chicago we're building out into dallas now we just had some interviews with some people so um consistently about eight but we've been building it out and we're talking with a, a team right now that's going to build out a system where we can uh, go through basically a calendar to book out these uh, videographers all over mm-hmm. the nation. Um, so so cool. it's, it's pretty cool. Like I had worked with a company um, when I was doing more like the work freelance on the side and working corporate too. I was doing uh, wedding videography and, and wedding DVDs and stuff. And cause that, there's always a story in weddings, right? So that was the creative part. And I knew I liked that part, but it was a lot of manual work with the weddings and you never can't be like, Hey, can you do that first kiss again? You know, like, yeah, you gotta get it. <laughs> you know, like you got weddings are like, you gotta be on top of it or you've missed the moment. Right. <laughs> you know, the reaction. So, so yeah, I worked with a company that had this whole system laid out that's based in Chicago and, and I was in Seattle and they basically, contracted out uh, videographers that had their own gear. And so they signed these contracts. And then that, when I saw their system, I w- when I built out this company, I was like, that's what, what we need. So we're in the process of getting that together and talking with this team about building that out so that it's just an easier, cool system to be able to go in and just see when they're available, have the calendars, send the links out and know what equipment they have. Like 
send out the project information. Um, and that's cool because you just have team members that you start from here, you know, get the, the story, the shot list, you know, uh, the storyboards out, go through, talk with the team, send it out to, you know, videographers and then through post-production and so on and then marketing. But uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, but it's, we're continuously growing and still growing. Um, so it's cool to just be able to be like, Hey, we have guys over here. Like we don't have to go over there, you know, like I don't have to send myself out in the beginning. I was like flying out everywhere myself. So I'd meet and work with them together um, so that we could, uh, so I could see how their work ethic was on site and, and just build that trust with them. And so it's cool. We've been able to build some really cool uh, relationships with them, some great cinematographers and editors. Right. And I mean, it sounds like you have your, your systems in place. So now you can focus on scaling and, and bringing in more and more and, you know, producing more. But I'm guessing this was not the way it was, you know, looking back in time and going back to the to the journey of building serious take productions. I mean, it, it, you know, you, you, you sound like a like a true hustler who wanted to make sure that everything was perfect and that you had to, you know, take care of everything so that that, perf that level of perfection was there. Did you have any doubts while you were trying to build it up and create a business out of it? Did you have doubts that you could actually turn it into a company and turn it into what it is now? I don't know if it was doubts. I guess it was more like, like fall on the floor, like crying, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what's the, like, it was more like, um, lack of lead generation. Like, oh my gosh, where's the next client? You know, we'd like fo focus on like hustling, like bring in like, We'd have it so that it was almost like it was you bring in like a lot of sales, right? So you focus on sales and then you focus on production and then you focus on right. production, right? So, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, we got through this part. Oh, we need some more sales, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so, so when you go through this process, you're like, oh man, so we just need to work on sales like all the time and lead generation right. all the time so that it just you have people in place that can do these roles while you're still working on sales so it's more like those crying points like oh like i knew i wasn't like gonna give up or anything but it was just like um get you get in, in like deep discussions with my my partner through it it just it brings a lot of stress when you're like oh no what's what like i don't know in the beginning it's hard because you're like trying to pay for like different people and I was the person that no matter what you know I had to pay pay the team members first like right. and in the beginning of my business there was times where I didn't pay myself you know I mean it's just like Lori Grenier from Shark Tank she didn't pay herself for the first five years of her business you know she also had her husband there that is successful and he obviously took care of her so she had that but you know I didn't I didn't have anybody to, to take care of me you know I couldn't go to friends or family and nor do I really go ask for like help like that um what i went through like mentorship at least financially i never really asked for help um i don't know it's not like a pride thing but i just wanted to do things myself and just see how i could make it happen you know and uh i got to certain points though where i'm like all right well i probably need to take out like a small business loan or you know something like because it was just it gets hard in the very beginning so being able when you get through that though and you know that you can do that and you have that option or find other ways to to make ends meet in the beginning like just stick with it because a lot of people just give up in the first two years um and i've seen a lot of my friends go through things i've had people in my past masterminds where all of a sudden 
you know, they fit, fall off the Facebook platform and I'm like, what are you, where are you? Oh, you know, I went back to corporate or, you know, I, or, you know, I'm doing this or they changed their mind cause they weren't clear on what they want to really do. And so if you're not clear with that, like all I know is I've always been clear about doing stuff with video and storytelling. So, you know, as long as we have products in there that, that do that with the trailers we produce, like I thought to myself when we did the rebrand, I couldn't create full-length documentaries for everyone, but why not create, you know, amazing epic trailers um, for individuals and business owners because people want to connect with them and work with them. And so that's where I did my like shift and that when we rebranded and focused on that. So I still direct documentaries on the side. Um, like every two years, I'll start a new one. <laughs> It's, you know, I think it gets, you know, it gets overwhelming to the point where just like you were saying, you know, you, you go with the flow, you start with the sales. Okay. The sale came in now let's provide the service. And then by the time you're about to finish just the, you know, the, the product is like, Hey, wait a minute. Who, who was taking care of the sales? <laughs> I know. Well, cause I put like, I noticed with myself, I would put like two, too much energy into like whatever was next in the process. Right. I just needed to let let go of it more and stuff in the beginning and it really just held me back and um yeah so now we have like different systems we I mean we constantly look for like new lead generation things we use LinkedIn a lot now I mean that's a great professional network for individuals coaches um speakers who want you know professional trailers for speaking trailers we I've uh, now speak on stages myself and I held my first event last year the ultimate stage experience where we provided um Uh, platform for speakers to speak as well as produce high quality uh, video content and creativity added to it with their story and so and that that took off and so it was interesting because I thought to myself well, I don't know if I want to hold my own event again but I do like speaking on other stages so we started partnering with other speakers and entrepreneurs holding events where we could produce trailers for these speakers as well as their clients so if they're uh, selling like a high ticket package um, from like their stage they partner and put us in their package and then at their next mastermind or retreat but we can either record like a, a branding trailer for them throughout the workshop we get clear with their mission because a lot of people we've partnered with are uh, branding uh, enthusiasts or speakers or coaches um, that have specific programs and that just fits really well with what we do and what I love and so uh, it's it's cool because it's been able to bring us another revenue stream as well as um, an online course that I'm launching a, a video academy um, where I teach individuals how to create higher quality videos with their smartphones DSLRs and iPads so that's a whole thing too so I had to yes. I had to think out of the box on multiple revenue streams We also created a membership site for marketers looking for a specific type of video, high quality content, if it's traveling or what you, I mean, you see marketing, uh, you know, online marketers all the time. Let's say it's like a travel page and they have like 3 million, you know, you see how many comments these travelers get. So these individuals are always looking for people to donate or give credit for their work. Like, Hey, I'll give you credit. I'm like, no, you pay for our videos, <laughs> you know? So So yeah, membership side for that, that, that we partner with different marketing companies to provide those clips for their social media content. So you just, once you get going in here, you, you got, I'm a creative, but I'm like, okay, well now 
how do you make money off of it, right? And so it's just a, a lot of shifting in business. The last year and a half has been like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it, it sounds like you guys are doing a lot of things too. I mean, it's not just, we're not talking only about the, the, the trailers or documentaries. I mean, you're talking about a whole ecosystem that goes around. I'm actually very excited to see that video for the DSLR, the trainings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah, we're we're launching we're launching that. We've been putting together that with the funnel because we were. I was like, well, we should add this and this, and we're putting together all the homework and the PDFs and all the swipe files, everything. So, yeah. And- And I mean, you know, you, you also touched something real good that it was, you know, always thinking outside the box and that was what you were doing. That's how you were able to position yourself different, right? And that's one of the things that I, you know, always encourage people to do. And that's one of the things that I do with the podcast. That's number one reason why we are seeing each other right now because it has a video version, but it also, I may, I actually make trailers of our episode. I was like, I was like you can't <laughs> see me now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> The, like, the trailer is gone. There's no trailer for this one. I'm not here. No, I'm just <laughs> I, I make like one minute trailer for the episode so I can promote it ahead of time, right? And, you know, I was just trying to come up with ideas different. Okay, what are other guys doing in other industries? And I'm just going to combine everything and bring everything together. And, and of course, right now I'm hustling. I'm the only one and I have an audio engineer, but that's it. <laughs> it's okay. It's so, a place to start though. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's good to start. I mean, Anywhere you start is better to start than to have it in mind. So if you're not taking action, you know, like people, I had put it, posted this quote the other day on my page and I thought it was, um, was it by Jim, um, um, Jim something, not, not Roan. Um, but it's, it was, uh, what was it? There's the people that make things happen. There's the, the people that watch things happen. And there's the people that say, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I asked, I asked my audience, I said, my friends, I was like, where are you at in this? Like, I just sit there. You just have to keep making things happen. Like be consistent too. Like it's great with you having a podcast, being consistent with it. And I mean, think of like John Lee Dumas, my friend, you know, we did his uh, freedom journal trailer and he's built out his podcast and his podcasters uh, paradise community. And he's very successful podcaster now. Right. Yes. He started just four years ago and look at where he's at now, but it was because he was so consistent. He had, this like layout of like how he want to do a podcast every single day, but he only re- actually records twice a week, you know, right. <laughs> but then he pre-produces all those from like 9am to 9pm, whatever. I'm like, Oh, my voice would be gone. <laughs> yes. Everything so, will be gone by then. <laughs> well, that's why he spreads it out from like Tuesdays and Fridays. So he's like, gets his voice back, you know, <laughs> but, um, but it's, it's crazy though. because it, you you'll see results and people just give up too early, like way too early. Like I've, you know, I don't know if I've ever really thought about giving up. It's more like, what in the world do I do next? Or I just hustle to, you know, do something else. Um, like in the beginning, it was just like hustle to find new clients, hustle, 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 you know, connect, can you know, network, whatever. <laughs> so you never really had that thought of, you know, this is too hard. I'm just going to go back to corporate and just keep doing for, you know, the big companies that you were working for. I don't know. I just, I kept telling my partner, I was like, I'm not going back there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, I, maybe I'm just stubborn, but I just, uh, after I saw what I, I can do, I knew I could do more. It's just about the way to figure out how to like, how you know, do the research, see what other people do, trial and error, test something out, see if it works or not. And, you know, hopefully something works and you stick to yeah. it. Right. <laughs> so yeah, But I'm always. Your rings and repeat. 
<laughs> exactly. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. But that's, that's, that was always the thing with me. It's hard in the beginning because I always wanted to try something new and I'm like, okay, I'm bored. Okay. <laughs> you know, so that's why I thought, okay, well, let's create these other like types of products. So we have the same purpose and mission to create, connect, and inspire through amazing visuals through video, but let's be able to form JV partnerships or have an online product that can make sales overnight or, you know, like I can speak on stages, but not all the time or, you know, be on set if I really feel inspired to work with this, this team on this particular project or get a crowdfunding thing going to start my next film, you know, like I, yeah, I just, I can, I can definitely get off track because people are like, just focus on that one thing. But I know the one thing is video with that purpose, but being able to put pieces to, together to around that ecosystem to make money in different ways. So that's what, that I, I basically learned through it. So that's so cool. And, and yeah, I mean, you're constantly working and I know, you know, you've done great things out there and I know you are big, you know, you, you, you basically made it already, but it's not enough. And I know you will continue to hustle and I know you will continue to grow and explode. And through all the journey that you had, I know you've been to the ups and downs and the crying moments on the, you know, uh, you know, laying on the floor, trying to figure out, you know, you, you were finishing a project and it's like, Hey, who was in charge of sales? <laughs> what would you, yeah. <laughs> what would you think is one of those super bad moments that you would say was one of the worst entrepreneurial moments that you had on your journey that you felt lost, that you felt that you lost the, everything, the inspiration and the, the vision. I don't know if it was like about um, losing like the vision or anything. I think the hardest part for me is when I first started um, building this business is the fact that I actually had to lose uh, a lot of relationships and cut ties with people um, that weren't, that didn't understand entrepreneurship or support what, what I was doing or creating. Or um, I remember there was a situation where um I had brought on somebody that was in film school with me to um, be a part of this event production. And um, we had been really close friends for the four, four years uh, we were going at the art Institute in college. And um, she had her visions for filmmaking and I had my visions for filmmaking, but I put her, brought her on a, as on this project and um so i was basically the boss <laughs> but she didn't like that <laughs> but there was a lot of things that were going on that um that whole weekend at this one event that we were doing production on that there was a lot of things that were budgets were tight like we were traveling we were driving all over the place and instead of like just taking a flight we we're just trying to make things work a few this was like over a few years ago but we were um, it, it hurt because I realized that, um, my past like was going away from me, like a lot of the people in it. And like, I let go of people and I ended up having a huge argument with this person, which like, I no longer speak to today, which was, was, was rough for, for me because we both were passionate about filmmaking and things like that. But I noticed like you have to break ties with people that the relationships don't work even now like even other entrepreneurs or or people that are in your path like you might not connect with them or or people you trust them and they wrong you or something like I mean, it doesn't happen to everybody but I think that was like my hardest point was not feeling like um 
I feel like I was breaking down because I didn't feel like I had a lot of people to turn to in the beginning uh, until I started really meeting other entrepreneurs like, oh, you get me. <laughs> I get it. But it was what was crazy was I, um, I this person actually wrote me like um, back in um, May and that was just checking in on me. And I, I, I kept thinking, I was like, I was like, do I respond? Like, this is in my past. And like, I'm that person that will break ties when I, I need to. And um, it's not like burning bridges, but you know, things happen. And so I think that was the hardest point. Like, I would cry more over like, feeling like I like I didn't have anyone to turn to in the beginning. And I think other entrepreneurs need to realize that there's a support system everywhere. Um, Facebook, I mean, so many groups, you know, they have like <laughs> different things. They're like, they call the entrepreneur depression <laughs> or whatever. We all, we all have these moments and um, a lot of these uh, entrepreneurs and speakers and people that hit success, a lot of people don't talk about the actual hardships of, of what happened, you know, of like in between, you know, cause it's like, they'll be speaking on stage about, I started here and you know, I was sleeping in my car and then yes, I'm, you know, famous and I'm a million. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody's like that, but there's situations like that. And then a lot of the times they don't share that story. I, I love the entrepreneurs out there sharing and impacting people from stages that share those hardships of losing relationships to going bankrupt to going to jail to sleeping in your car whatever it is um I've gone through some of those things <laughs> I'm not gonna say in what order or what um but there's just um those things that that are connected to you though like but you, you have to learn to let go of things too so and I, I didn't end up responding to that person because I thought to myself I don't want to go backwards when you're in this hustle mode too in the beginning you want to just keep moving forward and not look back because you can get distracted by these things people or situations or money basically absolutely and and i think we were just talking about that a few episodes ago of how it's so you know it, you you know the old saying that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with you know we're talking about that it's so easy when you are with other people and they see you working 10 12 hours a day it's so easy for them to tell you hey you've worked all day let's go for a beer let's, let's you know let's go watch a movie or something and it's very easy not because they want to make you you know they don't want to affect you or anything but that's their mindset right so it's very easy for them to pull you down and you know and the, what that's one of the hard things when start especially when you're starting out trying to to make that, you know, breaking the ties like you were talking about so that they don't drag you down because you're, you're working so hard to make a step and then somebody comes and they pull you two steps back. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's an ongoing battle, I think, you know, with emotions and, and, and your mind and everything. Well, and, and it was hard there too because it was, it was my fault to try to bring on someone I know and trust that I also was friends with. And so I learned to like separate, you know, friendship from business through that process. And, but I was just, I guess that that moment I was just, I was so disappointed because of the, the actions that were going on and just asking her to be professional and step up and do her role for this, these three days, you know, I'm like, this isn't about me at this point or whatever feelings you have about me at this moment. This is about what we need to do for this client. You know, it was it was so hard because that at that moment I was like, this business is more important to me than anything. 
And, and, you know, relationships are also very important to me. But at that moment, I just thought to myself, I don't want this type of negative energy to be around me or my business or representing my business because everyone was seeing like this, this person and her reactions and her lack of professionalism and things that were going on. I won't go into detail, but things are going on. And I'm like, people can see. You know, like right. you're right. You're representing a brand right now, not yourself. So right, right, yeah. So and it's very true. And you know, you know, I'm very happy of all the action that you've taken. I mean, that's exactly what I consider to call massive action. I mean, isn't that just the video company you're building the whole ecosystem around it? And always go. I'm always going. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, that was another reason why I wanted to have you here because I knew you, you have that, you know, it doesn't matter how big your company is. You're still, you're still the hustler and you have it in your, in your spirit and, and you're, you're not settling down. I mean, you're, you're full pace right now and you're keeping going and you're, I know you're going to make it big and you're going to make that explosion continually. I am grow. taking a break in the fall. I'm oh, traveling to I, Europe I, for a month. I think you deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> I've booked it. It's coming. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I always say like once a year I take a, a, a longer trip just because I tell myself I just need to settle down and just kind of take it in. And then I'm like, go <laughs> again. <laughs> you know. So I think everyone deserves to reward themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 re, you know, re, recharge batteries, refresh, inspiration yeah. everything i mean it's it, i think it's really good to take that t- kind of trip and and not to feel guilty you know that's that's another thing not to feel guilty that you're taking a break well what's funny is like i, I go and i say it's a trip and then all of a sudden i'm recording video everywhere i go <laughs> so then we have more video content to add to our like marketing clip queue <laughs> so, right, right. so it's fun though but i have fun right. though, i'm like this is beautiful you know yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, through the journey, the, you know, the ups and downs and everything that you've been through, what would you consider that would be your secret to your success? What would be that one thing that you think that may make you get to where you are right now? Well, you basically covered it on the action taking. It really is like the the perseverance and just like never giving up because if you, like, if, if you give up, I mean, yeah, we can just go back to a corporate job and we'd be fine. But I don't want to think like, oh, I'm going to be miserable now or I'm going to butt heads with this person. I'm not going to go sit in a cubicle, <laughs> you know, I'm, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go work on a film, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever it is. But I don't know. I love, I love being the, the director. I love being the leader. I love, you know, building relationships. And I don't know, it's, it's about the perseverance, really. Like I just you have to just keep going. And a lot of people can hustle, 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 hustle. Just don't burn yourself out so that you can stay on track too. Yeah, because that's another thing. I mean, a lot of people go all in 20 hours a day and they get burned out so fast because they weren't, they went from zero to 20 hours a day. So, you know, just pacing yourself, it's, it's not a, you know, it's more, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, right? Yeah. Yeah. I need to, I need to do like a triathlon or something. <laughs> become a better swimmer. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. So we're going to change gears a little bit from your story. I mean, you have a fascinating story and I wish we could continue to go for hours, but we're going to change it from your story to what I like to call the hassle round where we're going to play this little game. It's a word game where I'm going to throw a word at you and whatever first word pops in your mind, that's the one you're going to say out loud. And it's hard to come up with one single word, but try your best to, you know, don't, don't give the full paragraph, try to make it in a single word. Okay. 
Ready? Ready. Hustle. Show. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Work. Play. Employee. Team. Boss. Me. Rules. Breakable. College. <laughs> Indifferent. Fear. Never. Weakness. Snickers. <laughs> Strength. Perseverance. Motivation. Inspiration. And last but not least, books. Audio. Awesome. I, I, I think your first answer was my favorite, though. <laughs> I was trying to remember which one was that. Oh, show. <laughs> I was like, hustle, show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it, 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 it makes me feel like I'm doing the right job to keep pushing the name out there so that that was the first word that came to mind. <laughs> Yes. Points. <laughs> yes. So cool. Um, you know, the, I'm, I'm very proud of everything that you've done and I'm very inspired by your action. And, you know, to all the hustlers that are listening to us right now, maybe they're on the fence on, on trying to go full time on their side hustle. They're still at the job. They're trying to make the leap of faith. Or maybe they already started a business, but they're not at the point where they want to be. Do you have any motivational hustling quote that you can share with them to inspire them to keep pushing and to keep them motivated and, you know, just to keep hustling? Oh, I don't have any like quotes offhand, um, but I would, I mean, I would suggest to just tell, tell people, yeah, you just have to be relentless, like in what you're doing, like just, you know. I mean, I'm sure there's a quote about being relentless out there. <laughs> I have to Google it. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I would just share it with people like, but yeah, again, you guys, like anything that's holding you back or whatever it is, like I'd just say reach out to people and ask questions and learn more about, you know, how you can get to the next part, you know, take one step at a time because, you know, you can't, I mean, yeah, we, some of us jump in, we're like, yeah, go full. We get really excited. But then once we do that and we're in this hustle mode, sometimes we can get brought down, you know, and you need to step back and, and think about, you know, what, what our overall mission is and our vision so that we can set like a clear, you know, path to that because we can get, go all over the place and change our minds on things. So I just say be relentless on taking massive action and just keep going. So. I love it. I love how most of the stuff that we've been talking about is like you're describing me. <laughs> I actually quit my job and just went figure it out. out. <laughs> so, so I'm going like, to pull you through the Zoom call right now. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. Well, I mean, you know, thank you so much for being here. And I just want to share with all the hustlers that are listening to us right now. Is there a way that they can connect with you? Or maybe they need some some trailers done professionally. And, you know, I, I, I know I would love one for me, but <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> <We'll talk. laughs> but how can they connect with you? How can they follow what you're doing? Yeah, the best place to uh, check out our team's work is at SeriousTakeProductions.com. You can check out some of our professional trailers, event trailers, brand trailers. Um, in order to like connect with me, like I, I love Twitter and Instagram at SeriousTakePro is my handle. Uh, Facebook, it's probably easiest to follow my uh, public um page it's if you type in director tamara thompson uh it'll pop up you can follow me there and connect on facebook so 
that would be probably if you wanted to connect with me and stuff and see more of what, what I'm doing. Um, we're going to, again, we're going to be launching some cool stuff coming up, especially that Academy I'm talking about. So, um, yeah, I mean, just, just reach out and say hello. <laughs> awesome. It. And we'll make sure that we link all this in the show notes too at the hassle show that co slash T S H 22. All right, Tamara. So, I'm, you know, nothing, nothing else from my side, but to thank you. I mean, I'm super grateful. I know you, you have amazing connection and you work with very big people out there, very big names. So I'm very honored to have you here and have the ability to share your story and to, you know, you were basically helping me spread this message about the transparency and, you know, some of the things that you talk about during the call that a lot of people are pushing the the one button that is going to take you from zero to a hundred thousand dollars a month in 30 days. And, and this, this show is all about the middle part, the nitty-gritty, the, the parts that nobody talks about, but everybody goes through. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate, you know, sh- just your support and, and coming to the show and talking about it and, and showing the behind the scenes of your, of your life and, and everything you've been through. Oh, you're welcome. I know. I appreciate you for just having me on here and share it. So uh, thank you again. And, and we'll have to keep in touch, too, because I'm going to be checking on you and your hustle. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as it was a truly inspiring story from Tamara. And I hope you tune in to next episode as we will have another amazing success story at the Hustle Show. All right. Keep hustling. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Hustle Show audio experience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And even if you didn't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast right now. It's still free. Visit thehustleshow.co for all the show notes and to watch the video experience of this episode. We'll see you soon.